0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and ladies and gentlemen, non-binaries out there, I'm talking to myself. Again, how long has it been? I hope that you've been well. Um, hey Adam, you haven't done a podcast episode in a long time. Well, that's not true. Um, I've been doing it over at Roleplayers for quite some time. So if you miss my voice, I'm over there. But I'm thinking about reviving this show. Um, I may transfer hosts, I don't know yet, but I wanted to talk about something uh, that's been weighing very heavily on my heart over the past few days. Um, But before I get to that, let me just say that um, I noticed that it has been... I think my last episode was in December of 2021. And it is currently June 4th at the time of this recording. So a lot has happened. It's been about a half a year or some change. And um, uh, I looked at my analytics and there are still people who are listening and finding this. And um, and I even got a new follower on Podchaser from it. So I'm happy to know that even <laughs> even though I've left this show in the dust for a while, that there are still people that are finding it interesting enough to continue listening to the episodes. Um, which was very encouraging considering I haven't done jack shit with this for, like I said, six months. But anyway, first of all, um, before I finally get to why I'm back here today, I just wanted to say I hope that you're doing well. I hope that you're taking care of yourself. I hope that things have been going okay, at least, for you, if not wonderfully. Um, I've kind of missed this. I've missed the quiet um contemplation I've missed you know the lack of other voices but mine if that sounds weird um and I've missed feeling like I'm having a conversation with no one and everyone at the same time uh so I just want to say thank you to those who have been listening up to this point um I'm actually quite, uh, flabbergasted by that, but hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. I just wanted to say thank you if you're one of those people who have been keeping up with this and find this episode after. Okay, so why are you you here, Adam? Why, Why did you decide to, um, resurrect Shares a lot? Well, the truth of it is, um, I've been going through a bit of a transition in my um, understanding of who I am, my extroversion, and what I didn't think I was capable of doing. Um, So, I hope you don't think that I'm stalling, but there needs to be some context here. Um, I haven't said this in a while, let me take a sip real quick. Ah, New water bottle... There's Lemon in there this time. That's one of my changes. Um, So I had a triumphant moment um, when the new Spider-Man movie came out. The Spider-Man, what is it, No Way Home? When all the other Spideys are in there. Spoiler alert. Um, uh, I went to go see a movie for the first time by myself. And I know that shouldn't seem like a big deal. But for me, I missed out on so many movies in a theatrical uh, release. Because I couldn't get anyone to go with me or people flaked on the plans. And so I ended up not going. Even though over the past two and a half years, I've lived right down the road from the Monroeville uh, Mall Theater. And um, uh, I just... I just went and it was wonderful I'm a little out of touch with doing this I haven't done this in a long time like this but I went to a movie by myself and I I went on a whim and there were barely any seats left it was like opening weekend and I went And I kept a mask on. I was wedged between two people I didn't know. And I talked to both of them. And they were so excited. And not that I'm a huge Marvel nerd or anything. But it was exciting to be around people who were excited to be there. And uh, I remember just feeling a total sense of elation when the movie was over. And I got up and I walked out into the parking lot and walked to my car. And felt the cold air stinging my face and I just smiled the whole time like something I was so afraid to do I told myself whatever movie's playing right now you're going to go watch it Adam and it just so happens when I looked up movie times Spider-Man was showing within like 15 minutes and I was like alright dude we're doing this and I saw it through and I did it and it was a triumphant moment for me and this is the reason I'm telling you this is because I have been working really hard to find these micro and macro aggressive challenges in my life. that Some of which I have put in place and no one else to feel as if they were insurmountable. And I started picking little battles that I could do for myself to try to be a little bit stronger than I was the day before. And I realized that I missed out on so much because I had friends that didn't want to do the things I like to do or because I couldn't arrange a time for them to be there. And so I didn't take a stance. I didn't take a jump on something because I was afraid of doing something alone. Where I know people who go to see movies exclusively alone. And so I vowed that After that moment That I would go see more movies alone And I have Um, But the changes didn't start there That was just one of the most monumental ones for me Because it's something I always wanted to do Um, But I had been making Incremental changes for a while And I think I may have been recording the podcast At the time when I talked about how I was doing Spanish lessons every day For a year And I completed that I did it Do I speak any more fluent Spanish? No do I know some more vocabulary? Yes. Um, did I stick to a goal, though, and finish it? abso fucking Luly. And I'm so proud of myself for that, too. Um, and so I've been trying different things, and not everything has landed, but most things have. And which leads me to why I'm here. Um, after the most recent episode uh, of the Kate um, trilogy, Maybe it was four episodes, I can't remember. A quadrigy? Anyway, um, I was realizing that there was really no winning in that situation when it came to the friend group that was closest to that catastrophe. And so I ultimately had to find peace with leaving them behind and thinking if they miss me, if they want to reach out to me, they will. And if they don't, I need to be okay with that. Because I had already been hurting myself quite some time with feeling upset that people were abandoning plans or that nobody wanted to do anything. And I was taking it personally a lot of the time when I realized that was mostly a them problem. Um, And so I did a really good job over the past six months distancing myself from those who I thought were close to me. Who I know enjoy my company when I'm there. But who I know is also not going to make that much of an effort when I'm not. And so, um, I pushed through because I knew that there was really no other option. I mean, I had some others, but none of which were going to be comfortable for anybody at first. And so I just decided, if the people who are closest to her, who are also close to me, want to reach out to me, they will. And, you know, the reality is, they really haven't. Um, And that was a hard pill to swallow for me, especially as my extroversion was going crazy and really needing sated because of the pandemic. Um, That was a reality that I faced, and I realized, hey, you know what? I can still send them a meme sometimes. I can still send that friend of mine, um, you know, uh, a cat video or a bear video or just say, hey, how you been? And be okay with that. Knowing that they would never reach out to me. I actually tried to reach out to my one friend. Who was very close to Kate. For her birthday. And uh, said. Hey I haven't seen you in a while. I know your birthday is coming up. I'd love to take you out and just reconnect. I haven't seen you. How's everything going? Um, And then I left the ball in her court. And then it never really came back. uh, Even though she expressed. Yeah I would love that. Let me find a day. Maybe she'll text me in a few months. I don't know. But this is all important to the story, and here's here's kinda why. I've been struggling and I was stalling a little there, because I'm afraid to say what I'm gonna say, but my I don't know if I expressed this on the podcast before, but I introduced my best friend to his current girlfriend, and within the next couple of months they're going to be living together. He moves fast, he always has, as a young adult who has a girl that likes him. Um and, you know, no knock against anybody who moves quickly in their relationships, if that's how you operate, then, hey, you know what, all the power to you. It's not what I would do, but if it's what you would do, then, you know, who the fuck am I? Um, And, you know, something about my best friend, um, he didn't really have a girlfriend in high school at all. You know, he saw one girl, turned out that she was gay. Um, They stayed friends, and that was pretty much his experience with women in high school, And so when he started meeting girls, you know, potential lovers in his 20s, he finally had one when he and I were living together. And that ended disastrously eventually when, um, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's just say that he wasn't a very good friend when he was in that relationship. And I wasn't the best friend at the time because I didn't understand why he was doing what he was doing. In hindsight, it was because it was a girl and he just picked it up and ran with it. Um, And being the understanding friend I am, you know, we eventually hashed it out. Um, and it happened again but not as extreme with a different girl and then now here's the girl that he's with now whom I introduced to him to and I met her from a dating website and when she and I she really liked me but I wasn't feeling it and I said hey you know what I might know somebody who likes you um, and I, it was a whole sneaky thing that maybe I'll tell a story of another time but anyway, it was a way for me to set them up because I thought they would be more compatible. And hey, looks looks like they are because of the conundrum I'm in. It's always a conundrum for your best buddy, Adam. But anyway, so my friend, uh, my best friend, he, um, he's he been kind of aloof lately. And um, I, report a, I record a podcast with him and uh, another friend of mine, my German brother from another mother, uh, Adrian, I said mutter like he says. Damn, I've been hanging around you too long, Adrian. Um, no, just kidding, pal. I love you. Um, but, um, you know, and he's been kind of flaky on that too. Um, especially when it's his time to run the games and or even when he's not running the game and we're trying to do guest spots and stuff. He just, he's been very aloof and very hard to get a hold of. And I realize that he and a lot of people think that they don't have as much time as they actually do. Um, and I know I'm venting about things that might need a little bit more context but I know he gets two days off a week and more often than not he's spending them with his girlfriend and it's really been putting a damper on our recording times and trying to get things going and he always has these bright ideas that he wants to do and I say yeah go ahead let's do it then you know we don't record for sporadic weeks at a time and it's because he's committing whatever energy he has to her and I'm not the jealous friend like that i understand that that's exciting but it's been almost a year and part of my scheme to be able to stick around with my friend was trying to make like a trinity a um a trio if you will of us three me him and his girl doing things together that way he can spend time with her while i can spend time with him and i contrived this from the very beginning because i know what he's like in relationships and I'm hurting right now because it's coming to a point where he's doing what he used to do where he's ditching things that we had planned for her and I used to blame the females in his life only one actually ended up being much of the culprit where the second time around it was him and now this time around it's also him Um, and kind of the irony of this whole thing is i feel my heart breaking i know i haven't gone into it in depth but i just need to say that i can feel my heart breaking and the reason why i set those two up was because he was hurting that he was single and he didn't know how to do dating apps and i didn't like seeing my friend hurting and so i took a chance to see if maybe what didn't work for me would work for him and i know not everybody thinks the way that i do but I'm just tired of feeling like I'm the friend that puts myself out there and no one else does for me. But anyway, so here's what happened. I'm going to stop dodging it. It's been 15 minutes. I'm just... These kind of things have been happening a lot where I would try to make plans. We would agree on said plans. And sometimes that would happen, and I would be wonderful, and I'd be great. And again, it was a trio thing. I organized it so it would be the three of us. Recently, I did get to go on a walk with him in the woods because he loves nature. I said, "Hey, let's go do that," and it was wonderful. We had a great time, and it was. But again, I I met him closer to his home because he doesn't like to go far and he doesn't like to leave his home and unless like someone really gets him out of his comfort zone. It's like the want is there, but you have to really force him to actually do it because he'll just as easily not do it. And I'm sure the people out there can relate to that. You want to do something, but you need someone else to pull you into it. Otherwise, you're just going to choose to do the thing that's easiest, which is to stay home or do nothing like read a book. I don't know. But but there have been times lately where more and more that we try to make plans, it starts off as, yeah, let's do that. And then I check in a few days later. I'm like, hey, so what time are we doing this? And then it's, oh, and then something comes up. Or, oh, I don't feel like it. Or, oh, we actually made these plans for the two of us. And I'm like, well, I mean, I freed up my day for you and then you guys made plans without telling me and you probably weren't going to tell me if I didn't check in just now to ask you know if I had waited until a day just assuming that everything was good and then found out that you guys were effing off to go do something else it would hurt me more and I know that they don't do it to hurt me I just want to make that clear ladies and gentlemen everyone out there I am not thinking that anything that anyone does when they cancel plans is malicious I just think it is inconsiderate and, uh, man, I keep booping my nose on my fucking pop filter. I hope it doesn't sound shitty on the recording. <laughs> I'm practically making out with my mic. Anyway, um, I guess what's been hurting is it's been a pattern, and I've gone through so much to help his girl and to help him when she moved and to do renovations on the house and to prepare them for renovations, and... I've just done a lot to try to be a good friend. And I know she has tried to make me feel included. You know, just so I'm clear. I know that she knows it's important to me that my relationship with Justin sticks around. But it's him. I know it's him. And as much as I want to be mad at her and think he's not doing anything wrong, you know, one of the biggest straws was we all got invited to a wedding that I didn't go to. We three were not going to go to a wedding together because of COVID and because we'd be stuck on a boat. And um, so we said, hey, let's just make plans for that weekend instead. And so the beginning of the week starts and the weekend of the wedding is here. And to my knowledge, we're not all three going because we didn't RSVP. So the lie started way back when, when they said that they didn't RSVP. Turns out they did. Um, why they would lie about it, I don't know. Especially when we were making plans this weekend. And then upon the Monday of the week of the wedding, I say, Hey, you know, are we still doing that thing this weekend? Can't. We We are going to the wedding on Saturday. And I didn't want to fight about it. I'm like, that's your choice to go, but I thought we were doing something. Okay, fine, whatever. And then I'm like, well, what do y'all do on Sunday? There's a fundraiser I got invited to, and I think it'd be really cool for us to go. Um, You know, so you guys were talking about doing something this weekend together. Anyway, why don't we just do it on the day that you're not going to the wedding? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. And then my best friend, my best buddy chimes in and he says... Well, actually, I've been... um," It was a couple hours later after they agreed to do the thing and then it was... Actually, I've been really looking forward to painting these bowls. These ceramic bowls we bought two weeks ago. And we just haven't gotten around to painting them yet. And I remember feeling very rageful because... Um, it's not like it's going to take you all day to paint a bowl and we had already said that we were going to do something this weekend and then you throw that in there because you just don't want to do anything but sit with your girlfriend and paint bowls and again it's fine but don't fucking lie to me about it don't say yes you want to do it and then within two hours say no I don't right but this isn't even the thing that set me off the most people this last one is and this, remember, this is things that have been building intermittently for the past several months. Um, where he's been slacking on his duties on the podcast, slacking on being a friend, slacking on doing anything really. Even after, um, you know, we talked about this once before. But here's where my heart broke. And you may think I'm sounding petty, but I just, my I can't take this anymore. And so... I got told from a new job, which I'll talk about on another episode, that I have two days off that I need to take before July. And so I said, hey, this is a really cool idea for me to take a trip. And so I reached out to those two, because they were talking about going on a trip anyway, and I said, hey, you know what, I got two days free. The girl gets summer off, and I just said, dude, all you have to do is get a couple days off. What weekend works for you? They picked the weekend that they thought would work, because I said, I had days off, why don't we go on a road trip? And I put out a couple of ideas. We talked about going to Grand Rapids. We talked about going to Kalamazoo or something there. Um, We talked about going to Washington, D.C. We talked about driving somewhere upstate in Pennsylvania somewhere, I think. I can't even remember. There was just a lot of different um, ideas. Um, So, I... um, My phone just went off. Um, Man, I love this podcast where I don't have to worry about things being weird. I'm not going to edit out shit. Um, But anyway... Uh, fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Um, yeah, so he's just been overall slacking and everything. And so we were talking about making this trip and they picked the weekend. I said, buddy, all you got to do is get the days off at your job and we're good. We're in there. And so he says, all right, yeah, I got to put them, put them in before the month starts. And I said, all right, dude, you go ahead and do that. And you let me know. And then weeks go by. And then the girl says, yeah, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm off in the summer. That, that weekend works for me. And so then, you know, I don't hear from him for a while. So I check in again and say, hey, I got my days off. I just wanted you guys to confirm we're doing this. Because remember, this is what's upsetting me. As I gave them the option earlier, I don't think I mentioned this, but I said, hey, I'm thinking about going on a trip as well. Would you guys like to come? And all they simply had to say was no. Um, But instead they said, yeah, let's do that. That sounds fun. Um, So I said, okay, cool. And me as an extrovert, now I'm pumped. Not only am I going to get to go on a trip and see something new, but I'm getting to spend it with people that I care about. That's huge for me. Um, And so weeks are passing, and I don't hear anything about it. Then June starts. And so I say, hey, you know, I just wanted to confirm, like, hey, did you ever get those days off? Because I know that you have to get your days off before the month starts. And then I couldn't even tell you what he says, because I erased everything Facebook-related, and that's how we were communicating Uh, But it was something along the lines of, no, I couldn't get it. It would have to be a different weekend or maybe just another time. And I said, well, I already picked the days off, so it looks like I'm going solo, huh? And I was disappointed. And then the girl chimes in, and she goes, well, you know, it's a good opportunity for you to do something by yourself. And really, that way you can just do whatever you want to do and not what anybody else wants to do. And I know she meant well by that, but that just pissed me right the fuck off. um, Because they weren't planning at all to go. They just didn't have the stones to tell me they didn't want to go. And I don't know why they think I'm some fucking overly sensitive guy that can't take no. I already told them I was going. I just wanted to know if they wanted to come. All they had to do was say no. And then I didn't have to look forward to that part of the trip. I could just plan things around like she said. What maybe I want to do. And then I can plan my day. And then plan when I'm going to come back. And I can leave whenever I want because I don't have to wait for anybody and for those of you who don't know, I don't know if I made an episode about this before, but I took a trip in August of last year by myself to Austin, Texas so I'm not afraid to do it anymore that was another one of my big wins was learning to do things on my own that was a big one too, that and going to the movies were two of my biggest fucking wins actually now that I'm thinking about it going to Austin on my own was like what started this whole thing in motion because I wanted to do something and I had the money to do it I don't know why but that whole exchange with those two made my blood boil and I was just tired of being the one reaching out asking if they wanted to do things asking if he wanted to do things privately just trying to set things up because they're the people that are closest in my life him especially, my best friend and I feel like I can't even get him to play a game with me half the time and when, but when we do it's amazing and we're having so much fun and just I'm smiling the whole time because we get along so well when we're together everything is easy when we're being friends but it's really hard when he's not. And we actually had a heart-to-heart a couple of days before this happened. Where he explained kind of how he operates and how sometimes he doesn't think he's a good friend or a good son because he doesn't call his family when he's in a relationship. And I told him, I said, yeah, dude, you suck when you're in a, relation- in, in, a in a romantic relationship. You suck at being a friend to me and to everyone else. You flake on everything all the time. He did it throughout the summer last year and we were making plans. He's like, oh yeah, let's carpool together and then Oh actually, you know, I'm just kinda tired. I'm just gonna go to bed early and then he plays games for seven hours. But But yeah, we had a heart to heart about it, and I explained to him how hard it is to be me sometimes and how I think I may be hypersensitive extrovert because of just how hard some of these things are. And it's hard for me to explain to even other extroverts why some of these things hurt me so much. And why I rely so heavily on this and why and it's also why I've been trying so hard to do things on my own. Because I'm learning that not everybody understands how to operate the way that I do. Or to work with me on it. Which is not that hard, but it's not up to anybody else to take care of it. It's me. But I just thought the one person in my life that would have understood that, especially after we talked about it, would be him. And so just mere days after having this two and a half hour talk, we just got done recording a podcast, and then we just started talking. And before we knew it, we were talking about us and our friendship and how we want to be better about it and and what we're gonna to try to do and he says hey if you want to hang out just say this or sometimes I'm tired but you know tell me anyway and sometimes I just need an extra motivation or if you want to play a game just let me know I'll stop what I'm doing and you know like I'm gonna really try harder you know and, and I want to be a better son and you know I want to make sure I'm calling my mom more and you know and he was giving me some ideas and like things I could try to do on my own just to like work on myself like I have been and, and we were really you know he talked about how like when he's at home he forgets everybody who's not in his house exists. And he said he doesn't know how to explain it. I think he's on the spectrum somewhere, but maybe I'm wrong. But he said that sometimes when he's home alone, he forgets that anybody else in the world exists. Um, and so he can go a whole day without texting anybody or calling anybody because he just doesn't think about anybody. And I thought, okay, well, that explains something about you that I don't think I knew before. Anyway, I'm not going to regale the whole two and a half hour conversation. But the fact is, is we went through really heavily on where we were as friends and as people and learning things about ourselves as we were talking. It was wonderful. Guys, I can't tell you how important that talk was to me. And it just happened. We didn't schedule it. We just kind of started talking and, and it happened. I remember thinking, man, I love this guy. Like, I absolutely do. I don't know what I would do if I didn't have him in my life. Like, I love that we're still friends. I love that we patched things up over the last debacle years ago. I love that we're still doing creative projects together. And, um, it just, it bothers me that right after that conversation happened, they bailed on me, which this was a big deal for me. And I, and I told them how excited I was, you know, it's like a kid getting excited for Christmas and you're talking about how Santa brought him all the things he was asking for, you know, and he's looking forward to it. You gave him expectations. And then, you know... He finds that like... You know, there's like a note that says... Hey, you're a good boy, little Jimmy. You know, so... Here's a $10 gift certificate to Target. You know, it's still nice to have something. But hey, you know what? He was looking to something else. And for me... When I I look forward to plans... Because of how much I need them. And I'm trying really hard to not need it. Um it hurts me in a way and I think if he and I hadn't had that talk where I explained all this um I think I wouldn't be as upset and as hurt but I just told him like how important these things were to me and how I can't explain why it hurts me the way it does especially something this big that I really had so many fun ideas for us to do because it's been weeks and um I just couldn't take it anymore. I left the chat. I deleted all of my Facebook profile. The whole thing cuz the only reason I kept it was to use Messenger. Um I deleted our our role players Discord group. It was just four of us in there anyway and two of them didn't even fucking talk. Or five of us in there, excuse me. And then I just started cleaning everything up. I just like I got rid of my TikTok. Because like, you know what? I'm on a social media purge and I was like, some of this needs to go. It's fucking toxic. And I realized that no matter how much I want to entertain, I get sucked into wanting to be angry and arguing with people because I'm frustrated about things in my life and I'm trying to take it on other people. And I thought, that's not who I am. That's not what I want to be. So I got rid of it, despite how much money I sank into it and how much time I sank into it and how many thousands of followers I got and how many fucking hundreds of thousands of views I got. It was hurting me. It was hurting me emotionally and mentally and so that was my straw I said you know what fuck it I don't have to tell anybody that I'm doing this I'm doing it I'm not gonna make this big announcement oh hey guys deleting Facebook oh hey guys I'm not gonna do this anymore I said fuck it I don't know anybody an explanation of me deleting an app deleting an account on an app fuck that and fuck them and fuck anybody else who has a problem with it you know what and the people that still care to text I texted them from my phone not on an app and I said hey just text me here from now on okay cool but, whole, but it all started because of that. And I would, I've been making rash move after rash move, and, and some of which I'm happy about and some of which I'm not. But at the end of the day, it's all just a distraction because I'm trying to feel like I'm doing something to say, yeah, fuck you, world, fuck you. you know, I'm just going to say his name. His name's Justin. Fuck you, Justin, because he's on my podcast. You know his name. Fuck you, Justin. Fuck you, Casey. Fuck all of you. Fuck you, Jess. Fuck you, Kate. Fuck all you people who don't put in the kind of effort that I put into for friendship and i realize that that's what i've been doing and i've been making all these stupid moves but they're not stupid enough that they're gonna hurt me in the long run they're just things that make me feel like i'm doing something but i know at the end of the day i need to talk to them but what am i gonna do tell them something that he doesn't already know and say hey you fucking hurt me man what the fuck why didn't you guys just tell me you didn't want to go you could have saved me all this grief i could have still went on and planned the trip now i'm sitting here brokenhearted because i feel like my best friend doesn't give a fuck about me especially after i already told him that those were fears that i already had and i've always tried to be the understanding friend i've always tried to be the guy that understood why people do what they do that's why i made this podcast in the fucking first place was to learn and to have a goal this podcast here was one of my goals doing this for a year doing spanish for a year fucking flying to austin on my own going to the movies on my own i've been doing so many things i got a dietitian. i got fucking health insurance i've been getting checkups i've been fucking eating better i've been making smoothies i've been doing so many fucking things that i will talk about in future episodes to try and improve myself every fucking day and i try to understand other people and i try to work around them because i know that i have a big personality and i'm just tired i'm so tired of people not caring and me being the one that cares at least in my circles And I know there's other things in life too, society, um, that we could talk about too. And maybe I will in other episodes because I think this is therapeutic for me and I need to start doing it again. With regularity, I don't fucking know. But you know what? At the end of the day, all I know is that I'm tired of feeling like people don't make the same effort for me. And I've been trying not to try as hard for people so they don't feel smothered. And I just sit and wait thinking maybe they'll think of me maybe they'll think to check on me maybe they'll think to call me maybe they'll think to text me maybe they'll think to share a meme with me but most of them don't and that leads me to believe that it's not that there's anything wrong with them or anything wrong with me it's just that we are not as close as i hoped or that i thought and i need to deal with that but also i need to draw lines now so that i don't hurt myself because that's what I'm doing at the end of the day no matter what they end up doing it's up to me to react to it and to choose how I react to it and this is a learning moment for me a pivotal one I think and if ultimately if I have to let him go because being his friend hurts me more than helps me lately while he's in that relationship regardless of how long it lasts that fucking kills me that hurts me so much but I've been thinking about this for days and I think the reason I've been not wanting to talk about it or say it to him is because I don't want it to come true but it may is that I will step away from that friendship. And he they know I'm upset and that's a whole other conversation. I haven't been saying anything mean. I've just been very cold with them. I haven't said anything much. I'm sure they know I left the chat. Um, I'm just, I'm just tired of not feeling reciprocation and that's on me to find people who will and to be more careful about who I choose as my friends and who I love and who deserves that love and I'll always give everybody some portion of my love that's just who I am but the ones that deserve the effort the ones that deserve my determination and my empathy and the ones that deserve my efforts I have to find them and a lot of them I found through cares a lot when we did that And a lot of them I found through partnerships and podcasting and Twitter. And I'm extremely grateful. And I almost wanted to throw that all away too because I was just tired. And I don't think I'm ready yet for that without finding another contingency. But this is a start for me. Right here. This episode. Right here. The other podcast has been doing extremely well. Better than I ever thought that it would. And I decided that I deserve to have this for me. No expectations. Barely any fucking editing. I I don't know what the show is going to sound like when I transition it to a different host. Or maybe I won't. I don't know. It might be a little bit different, but it's still going to be me at the end of the day. And whether you listen or whether you don't, this episode was for me. And anybody who gives a fuck... Because those are the people I'm looking for. And if you are somebody who cares. If you are somebody who wants to connect. If you are somebody who wants someone to make that kind of effort. Knowing that you will too. Then I want you to reach out to me. Because I will be your friend. Don't go to shares a lot. Because I don't use that anymore. Go to roleplayerswin on Twitter. That's where I, I am the most active. You can also search True Morton on Instagram. But role players win. R O L L players win. All one word on Twitter. Say hi to me, follow me, tell me that you heard my cry for friendship here on this episode so I know how you found me and we will talk. And I will bring you into the fold that I've been building online and we will hang out and I will come visit you on another one of the solo trips that I will plan for my fucking self. Okay. It's been 36 minutes. I think I'm done. I talked longer than I thought I would, but I always say that. Now that I'm saying it, I've said it before. It feels good to be back. I don't know if, how often I'll do it, but I'm glad that I did this today. Um, so thank you if you made it this far. Um, I appreciate the fuck out of you. And I just hope you know that um, I didn't leave this because I hated the show. I left it because I didn't have the mental capacity to keep up with it at the time but I think having a more relaxed approach to it like I did before might be good for me over the next few months, especially as I am learning new things about myself and trying new things. So thank you for listening, for being you, and as always, from the bottom of my heart, take care of your mind, take care of your heart, and most importantly, please take care of each other. Good luck out there.